0: How is the raven like a writing desk? (music) Hello everybody, my name is Greg Cable. Welcome to my daily podcast, Something I Learned Yesterday. It's where I take an issue from the world of publishing and try to explain it in about three or four minutes. You used to buy Microsoft Office and other software. Now, you usually have to subscribe to it. Allegedly, that's so you can get updates, but we all know that's not the real reason. Like so many other companies, software companies want to get in the subscription business because it's a good business. Recurring revenue is great. The old saying is don't sell razors, sell razor blades. Even refrigerators have a subscription component these days with replaceable water filters. The one-time sale is somewhat out of fashion. Now along those lines, there's something odd happening right now with books. When you buy a book, I mean a real book in print, it's yours. You can keep it forever. You can pass it down to your kids. You can sell it or donate it. It's a one copy, one user model. Movies used to be that way. You could buy a movie on a DVD and it was yours. Now they'd rather sell you a streaming service or when you buy the movie, the digital copy lives permanently inside the vendor's walled garden. But what about eBooks? Is an eBook more like a physical book? or a movie, or a song? Once you buy it, is it yours? Can you loan it, can you sell it? To be consistent with the physical book model, most libraries have limited the number of copies of eBooks and only allow patrons to borrow those copies. For example, and by the way, this is an oversimplification. If the library has five copies of an eBook, only five people can check out the digital version at a time. The reality is that different publishers have slightly different rules about that, but the way I characterize it is close enough for today's purposes. Now, the Internet Archive is a very different animal. It scans printed books and makes a digital edition available to anybody. Most of those books are public domain, so there's no copyright issue, but many are not. The Internet Archive claims to only allow one person at a time to read the copyrighted books, but that claim fell apart in court. The Internet Archive was distributing more copies Than it actually possessed. And during COVID, the Internet Archive turned off this one-to-one rule and loaned digital books freely. Corporate publishers are allegedly pushing for the right to demand recurring payments for ebooks akin to digital movies or music. It doesn't sound great at first blush, but it does make some sense in light of the fact that a physical book will wear out over time and will need to be replaced, while a digital book will not. This has all gone to the courts, and four major publishers aim to redefine eBooks as rental-only media, limiting what libraries can do with them. Now, this raises some interesting questions for publishers, even those who don't sell books. For example, let's say in your environment, only current subscribers have access to the archive. But does the subscriber have the right to download the works, which they can presumably access after the subscription has ended? In other words, to put it more generally, the digital edition is a different sort of a thing than a printed work, and publishers might want to reconsider their pricing and their terms and conditions in light of those differences. It's just something to consider. Now, to answer the question from my opening, which is obviously an allusion to Alice in Wonderland, of course, The Raven is a work by Edgar Allan Poe, and it's similar to a writing desk, in that a printed copy of The Raven and a physical object like a writing desk are both physical tangible things. Okay, well, I hope you liked today's episode. If you did, please recommend it to a friend, like, share, subscribe, all that great stuff. And if you have any questions about your business, if you want to talk about something you're working on today, give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much.